Hello, welcome to the Comic Fate Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Rafi, and I'm here with the that's David. Hello. And, of course, the Savage Justin. I'm back, motherfuckers. Back for a classic combo Fate episode. Just can't keep a good cancer down, can you? Yeah, whoa. Uh, oh. gee, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right out the gate. Speaking of cancer, Cosmic Rays. Oh, no. oh, God. They got hit by Cosmic that's, Rays. Uh... <laughs> so, today... Uh, in honor of the Fantastic Four comic coming back, being written by Dan Slott, and apparently being really good from what I'm hearing, uh, we are going to be talking about a Fantastic Four story entitled The New Fantastic Four, which took place in 1991, mm-hmm. between, the issues, the between the issues of 347, 348, and 349. So this was a three-issue story arc uh, written by Will Wa- Walter Simonson, and... Uh, it's uh you know it's kind of ironic that the first Fantastic Four story we ever cover on the Comic Fae is a story that is like halfway about them, and halfway about the new cool '90s Fantastic Four. So it's the awkward love child of a concept that should have been forgotten and one that they went, you know what, we'll keep it. You know what, this. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Um, in the butt. And this story has everything you could hope from a Fantastic Four story, except for Doctor Doom. Um, so the whole reason why people read. Yeah, basically. Are you kidding me? Doctor Doom is so extra. <laughs> I know, that's why people read it. Yeah. I so, love Yeah, everyone loves them. Um, so, this story, at this point in time, the Fantastic Four are kind of different already, to where uh, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Susan Storm, the Invisible Woman, are raising their son, Franklin Richards, who's... Seemingly like like six, basically. And apparently the, the Fantastic Four just came back from a big space mission. And so Reed and Sue are trying to spend more time with their son. Uh, and it basically, when the book opens, we get to see what everyone in the, the building is doing. So they're playing with their son. And uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Storm is having a bit of an issue as well. Drugs. No. <laughs> it's actually uh, kind of worse. Um, maybe worse. I don't know. He's stuck thinking about this woman named Nebula, and it's the Nebula that we know from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. But in the comics, she has, like, hair, and she looks like a beautiful woman and not a cyborg. No offense to cyborg women listening to this. Um, but Fucking squirrels. But Johnny Storm had met her recently, and he's, like, just thinking about her. He can't stop thinking about her. But it's tough because he has a wife right now. Oh. oh. They went that awkward. It gets even worse because his wife is Alicia Masters, the ex-girlfriend of Ben Grimm, The Thing. The blind woman that is usually with The Thing. Uh, She'll never see him cheating. Yeah. <laughs> why Why do Fantastic Four have like such weird they family don't. problems? They don't. Well, because they're a family. They're Marvel's first family. Mm. And in fact, they're kind of like the first Marvel team. If it weren't for them, we wouldn't have X-Men or Spider-Man or uh, The Avengers or anything like that. So Deadpool and his personalities. Yeah. Inherently, inherently, they are a family. But it's just weird here because like, I think uh, Alicia had broken up with Ben Grimm in the past, and she hooked up with Johnny, and the two of them got married. And, and then she went blind. And Ben Grimm... No, she was blind the whole time. Ben Grimm was, like, the best man to Johnny's wedding. That's awkward. And and, and Alicia's like, oh, Ben, don't cry. And Ben's like, oh, no, it's fine. I ju- I'm just so happy for you guys. And it's like, we had a cuckold Ben Grimm. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, so, awkward question. Yeah. Who the fuck's Ben Grimm? He's the thing. I honestly totally... That's I, fine. No, no, you said the thing, and I totally spaced it for a second. I'm like... <laughs> Big orange rocky dude. Like, 
very, very violent monster they can't name control. Sounds familiar. Like the most interesting member of the Fantastic Four. I think I was this out of practice. Jesus Christ. It's not like Connor. Yeah, or oh. Connor. It's like, man, Batman's my favorite Marvel character. <laughs> he didn't say that, but he confused them sometimes. But you pulled one of those too, I think. That wasn't as bad as, like, I, Batman. I, I can't remember the instance. At least I get my writers. Yeah. I usually just get my writers mixed up. Yeah. I think I do halfway decent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is it? Yeah, Johnny's having trouble because he's thinking about this other chick while his, while his wife is nagging at him. Oh, oh you're blind. Why can't Ooh. I see? You <laughs> honey, guys are scientists. Honey, we've been over this. <laughs> yeah, right? You'd think the first thing Reed would do would just cure blindness, but no. I'm betting Reed's sitting on the cure to a lot of cancers, and he's just not talking about it. He can't beat him. He's got a joint. He's got a joint cancer. Uh, so, so that's happening with Johnny. Ben Grimm, meanwhile, just got back from a space mission with the rest of the Fantastic Four. And essentially the story went that the Fantastic Four went back into space and they were hit by cosmic rays again. Mm. And Ben Grimm, you would think the cosmic rays like undo his rockiness and he becomes a dude again. Uh, no, he, he just got more rocky. Like Ben Grimm got like sharper... And, like, more bulky with rocks. And he was like that for a few issues. But then it got reversed, so he still looks like the thing again. But now he can revert back to being a human. So all that, like, his basic, like, uh, his basic pathos and tragedy to his character can now just be switched on and off. So it defeats the purpose of him being who he is. Yeah, he's like the Hulk, but the thing. Because he can just switch it on and off. Um... But he's happy about that. What he's not happy about is that uh, his teammate and current girlfriend, Sharon Ventura, when when she was recruited onto the team, she was uh, Miss Marvel during that time. She had super strength and vulnerability. Uh, she has a really bad past where, like, this is really weird. She was incorporated into a superhuman wrestling league where the people that ran the league would give you a drug that would give you powers, but it would make you dependent on their, on them and their drug which means you would have to work for them as part of this wrestling league. And apparently these men also, like, sexually abused her and stuff, so, ugh. And she had joined the Fantastic Four, and Ben Grimm, the thing, had a crush on her, but of course she was like, oh, you're, you're made of rocks, I'm not really that interested in you. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, but then they went into space, got hit by cosmic rays, and... No, she's made out of rocks. And she was made out of rock. She came back and she was made out of rock, and now she's stuck as the she-thing. Oh, that's her... Yeah. That's She-Thing. Yeah, okay. you've always seen She-Thing in, like, memes or, sh- or some shit. <laughs> this is her thing, where she used to be a woman, then she got thingified through Cosmo Grace. And so she's She-Thing, and she looks just like the thing, but she wears, like, a full-body costume. And, uh, and it was funny is that she can't turn it off, so she has a real kind of, like, uh, stick up her ass when she sees Ben, because Ben can switch it on and off. But Ben Grimm is still interested in dating her. So he, so she's like working out in the muscle room or whatever. And uh, he comes down. And he's in his human form. And he's got flowers. He's got tickets to like a Mets game or something. He's like, hey, honey, look what I, I got. Tickets to this big game. And she's like, I don't want to go. I'm not going to fit in the seats. Look at me. Uh. And he's like, oh, okay. Just, just know that I'm always here if you need to talk to someone. Walks away. So, you know, melodrama. The, the building is full of melodrama. It's like an X-Men comic, but Fantastic Four. Um, so we, we, meet the, we meet the villain of this book named Delilah, which is spelled... Delilah, Delilah, what's it like? <laughs> <laughs> She's from space, so... 
Hey there, Delilah. What's it like above New York City? That doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work, no. Delilah's name is spelled like with a, a little swoosh, too. So you know it's an alien name. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Swoosh. And Delilah is a scrawl. What? She's a female scrawl, so she looks hot. Um, and she crash lands to Earth in like her little ship. And she's basically here on Earth because she's looking for an ancient alien artifact buried here on Earth that she's going to take for herself. But in order to get it, she must uh, capture the Fantastic Four because the Fantastic Four are the main enemies of the Skrull Empire. Like, the Skrulls literally showed up in, like, issue two of Fantastic Four back in the 60s. And what's funny is that, like... I'll save that for later, what's actually funny about this. So, Delilah's plan is to take out the Fantastic Four all by herself. Like, she's going to do what the entire Skrull Empire couldn't do. So... And by the way, her regular costume is like a leather jacket, because of course it is. It's 91. But it's only a leather jacket, nothing else. No, oh. that'd be too much. That'd be if Frank Miller was writing it. Um, but she's wearing like a black jacket, black shirt, black pants. And of course, again, she doesn't... What's funny is that like scrolls by themselves look like generic aliens with their weird chins and pointed ears. She just looks like a green elf. She still has like little lines on her chin, but it's clear like they drew her so that she was attractive, unlike the scrolls. Because you see other scrolls in this book, and their faces are, like, really, like, long and elongated, and their eyes are really big and creepy looking. Like, they look like science they fiction might, aliens. They might, like... Those might be, like, male scrolls. They are. and Because they, they, they show another female scroll, and she looks like a female elf who's green. Hmm. But all the male scrolls just look like fucking 60s, like, <laughs> Martian characters, basically. So, oh my god, it's just a bunch of Mar- the Martians running around fucking people's days up. It's a bunch of those aliens from, like, Mars Attacks. Like, oh, meh, yeah. Meh, meh, meh. I mean, I was just not killing, killing clowns from space. <laughs> Jesus. They could turn into those. Basically, the Skrulls are just uh, Stephen King's It? The, is it It? The one yeah. that's, like, in the, the yeah, Arctic? Anyway. No, oh, no, 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 that, no, that's, that's uh, the thing, right? The thing, that's yeah, the thing. that's John Carpenter. Of course, yeah, John Carpenter's... The, it, I mean, technically like, speaking, though, that actually would still work if you wanted to have it go more so the Pennywise rule because he shapes he's anyway. able to be whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. be more enticing. It's just more yeah. ironic with the Thing comparison because the Thing is a Fantastic Four The only character. shitty thing is, though, is, like, with the uh, Deadlights, mm-hmm. which is what Pennywise is. Yeah. Whatever they turn into, they have to follow the laws of whatever they turn into. So if he turns into a bucket of water, he just loses sentience? Yeah. That's, That's awkward. That's neat. If he turns into a clown, he has to abide by the laws of a normal fucking clown. Wait, there's laws to being a clown? Yeah. It's usually supposed to be don't eat children, but he broke that law. <laughs> so, Delilah lands on Earth. She's going to take out the Fantastic Four. She breaks into the Baxter building. And the other thing about Delilah is that she can, of course, shapeshift like a squirrel can, but she's also a, mi- a mild telepathic. So she can read your thoughts. So she knows exactly what to become. That's going to distract you. So, we go back to Johnny. Just a giant dick. Really? Natural male enhancement. Damn it. <laughs> the thing you've always wanted. What? No, I didn't think that. Shut up. <laughs> Just embarrass you. Oh, you're thinking about it now. Fuck. <laughs> Not gay enough. So... <laughs> Just the right amount of gay. Yeah, just the right amount. So Johnny Storm is still just like by his window, just being like, "Oh man, Nebula! I have to stop thinking about her. I gotta, I gotta find my wife and stop thinking about Nebula." Then he turns around, Nebula's standing there, and he's like, "Oh Johnny, why, why do you have to stop thinking about me? Do you not want me to be here?" And he's like, "Oh Nebula!" While smoking a cigarette, like, <laughs> like one of those obnoxious Corella Deville long filters. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Like, oh. But she's like, "Come on, Johnny, have sex with me." And ironic, we're in the same room alone. 
It's smoky. It's almost in my, like in my costume is half naked. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it was written to be so. Uh, but Johnny's like, oh, but, but Nebula, I have a wife. And she's like, shh. I can be your wife. Oh, Jesus. And then, like, she has a little stun device on her arm, and she stuns Johnny to unconsciousness, and then she turns back into Delilah. And you're like, oh, man, Delilah tricked Johnny Storm. That's not really that impressive. He's kind of an idiot. Um, <laughs> and then we go back to, uh, what is it, She-Thing, who's lifting weights again, and uh, Ben Grimm walks into the room, and he's like, hey, baby, just wanted to check up on you. And, he, and she's like, no, I'm still gross and rocky. I don't want to hang out. And he's, like, telling her, like, hey, hey, it's okay. Just, you know, have some water. Like, you got to hydrate, right? And she's like, oh, okay, fine. Takes a sip. <laughs> just drops unconscious. And then Ben turns into Delilah. And Delilah's like, I knew my shocker wouldn't work on you, so I put some, some drugs in your water to knock you out. Ha-ha. Now just I know gotta, you have a weird drug to pass, but hey. Now you just got to, like, drag you out of the room and you're heavy and made of rocks um and we go to check on Ben Grimm who's like laying in his bed and he's kind of just upset because like you know she thing um didn't take to his advances he's laying there and then Alicia Masters walks in she didn't like my rock <laughs> he's in human form by the way but his dick is still rock hard no um she still didn't like my rock <laughs> Alicia Masters walks into the room and it's you know awkward again because this is his, his ex-girlfriend who ended up marrying Johnny. So she walks in. She's like, oh, Ben, Johnny's been so distant. Can I just lay on the bed with you so we can talk? And he's like, oh, Alicia, I don't know. I mean, me and Sharon. And, and she's like, no, no, please, just just hold me. I'm so I'm so broken up about Johnny. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she reaches over and shocks him so he's unconscious. So if he turned back into the actual thing, he would have been all set. Because she wasn't going to be prepared yeah. to have to slip this fucker some water. Yeah, right. Imagine Here. that. How do you like your roofies? I mean, your water. Imagine that she just walks in the room, gets in the bed. She's like, oh, Ben, I don't know what to do. And he's like, yeah, I know, it can be tough. And he turns into Thing for some reason. Just like, yeah, I wanted to be my Thing form for this conversation. And she's like, oh, uh, hey, you know, I'm going to get some water. You want some water? And he's like, no, what are you going? I thought we were talking. No, 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 I'm just going to leave the room for a minute. Just need some liquid refreshments. Here, do you want to try my purple drink? Stay, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, right? Right? <laughs> Tries to get the needle between, like, the rocks, but she can't. Just breaks. Fuck. <laughs> uh, then we check up on uh, Susan Storm, who just put uh, Franklin to sleep, and so she's going through some of the Fantastic Four's mail. Wow, and you guys are really behind on all of your bills. <laughs> Real job. I think she says that too. She's like, let's see, fan man, fan man. Oh, Bill. Ugh. <laughs> of course they would because they're always on fucking intergalactic trips. But she's hanging out in there. And technically she... speaking, none of them have an actual paying job. No, they don't. Well, Ruth has a, well, he's a renowned scientist or some bullshit. Yeah, but is he getting paid? I, I assume so. They have a whole power to themselves. <laughs> I think they just do that because they fear and respect them. <laughs> they fear because they're fantastic. Honestly, when you gotta go deal with a guy that can, you know, throw fuck you from your butthole. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you can just have the penthouse. Um, we'll come back when you're dead. We don't die. Okay. Okay. Well, fuck. <laughs> the only one of us that died came back again. Oh well, that's comics. So Susan like is going through the mail and she walks towards the doorway. And Namor the Submariner is there. And he's like, hey, Sue! And Namor and Susan have a past where, like, they've hooked up on occasion, like, before she married Reed. And, you know, Namor being the Prince of Atlantis, or the King of Atlantis, is always trying to get Sue to be the Queen. And so Susan has a bit of a crush on Namor. 
and he and, and, he, and she's like, oh, but Namor, I'm a I'm a wife and mother, and he's like, uh, it doesn't matter to me, Sue. Come on, uh, fish don't bite by those laws. <laughs> fish laws. Come on. <laughs> but then he reaches over and shocks her, and so she's unconscious. Uh, a lot of people are calling for zappy hand thing. Yeah. What? That didn't sound consensual at all. No, it wasn't. And then Namor turns into Delilah, and she's like, ha, ha, ha. And then she goes back to New York City. <laughs> so then Delilah uh, disguised herself as Susan Storm to go capture Reed. And so she gets really close, and she tries to zap him, but because he's elastic, it doesn't work. He's like, huh, that was weird. Why'd you do that? And she's like, uh, uh, jumps on him, tries to shock him some more. Continuity errors, that's why. But eventually she does shock him into a consciousness, but now she is aware. Right in the eyeball. But now he is aware that she isn't Susan Storm. And by the way, after she does, after she tases Reed Richards, like Alicia Masters, who's just blind, wandering around, like walks in, she's like, hey, I heard some commotion in here. And she's just like, and, and Delilah's just like, uh, backhand unconscious. Jesus fucking Christ. Wave. Way to wow. do well, physical force against the blind person. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Then Delilah locks Ben Grimm, She Thing, uh, Johnny Storm, and Susan Storm, and Alicia Masters in like the elevator of the building. She like ties them up in such a way that if any of them flex a muscle, it'll like kill the other one. Wow, they're screwed if. Uh... And Johnny has like a bucket on his head, <laughs> so that if he if he goes into his human torch form, he'll burn everyone else alive. I don't know how that applies to the bucket, but it does. <laughs> I feel like everybody would just burn alive to begin with. Like, I, I guess... It's so, whole, he, it's so he could be well, blinded whole, I, just as like a Well, no, the whole idea of it is, like, the flames would go up yeah. and then come back down, but the flames would engulf the... <laughs> but the bucket, though. Fucking logic. The it. science bucket. The fuck it bucket. It's the cone of shame. <laughs> the cone of shame. It's so he can be blind, just like his wife. Get some standards. Stop dating the handicapped. <laughs> now you'll know what it feels like. No! My only weakness. A bucket. <laughs> a, a bucket. I can't see. My vision. It's impaired. Um, so, after that, Delilah disguises herself as Susan Storm and gets on, like, the Fantastic Forest communicator and she's like, I need to gather the exact, uh, the exact, like, four specific people to get this device for me. So, the four specific people are Spider-Man, the Hulk, Wolverine, and Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Meanwhile, there is like a, there's like a group of like six scrolls in a ship flying towards Earth looking for Delilah. And they try to use a, a tracking device to track like a scroll DNA signature. But apparently, Skrull DNA is close enough to, like, generic monster DNA. So they end up on this place called Monster Island, which is a place in the Marvel Fucking Universe. Fucking goosebumps, goddammit! <laughs> monster Island's been around, I think, since, like, issue one of Fantastic Four. Because that's where, like... Because one of their villains is Mole Man. <laughs> and Mole Man... He's not the Underdigger, or whatever that guy is from Incredibles. Uh, the Moment, Underminer. The Underminer. You fucking... You pleb. I don't drink enough to do this. <laughs> so, Moment's whole thing is that he controls uh, these monsters called the Moloids, which are like little yellow dudes. Of course they are. Who are from underground. Sure. And Moment controls them with a superior intellect, and he has moved himself and the Moloids to Monster Island, so he also owns all the monsters on Monster Island, 
which is just like so the guy's just trying to move on with his life and all yeah he's like these fuckers show up he's, he's living like, peacefully yeah like he all these monsters are like giant they're like giant generic monsters that have shown up oh my up. god it's like the fucking uh, Rick and Morty with the the um Fruity Land Fruity Land yeah <laughs> the only reason why he's able to survive is because he bangs and eats <laughs> the offspring of the monsters I don't think he goes that far it's more like Monster Island from the Powerpuff Girls oh where they all just live there yeah <laughs> yeah, it's right a passage to get defeated by the powerful <laughs> yeah it's honor yeah um, right, that seems much more stomachable than uh, <laughs> yeah Flippy Land um, but like Monster the monsters on Monster Island are actually like old monsters from like 60's Marvel books so like the first monster the Fantastic Four fight in their first issue lives on the island and like monsters that, doc- that like Doctor Strange has fought are on the island like, just random monsters people have encountered. Sounds like the situation of, we have a bunch of characters that we actually don't want to fully get rid Yes. Of, so we're going to keep them here <laughs> they don't, like, in case they ever pop up again. In a world of actual supervillains and, like, criminals, we're not really doing monster shit anymore, so just shove them over here. But just in case something comes In case we want to use them for a big event, which they do, called Monsters Unleash, uh, which is pretty good. Anyway, uh, the Skrulls go to Monster Island because, like, these monsters have DNA that's close enough to Skrulls, and they're kind of just like, Oh, this monster's here. Let's just, let's just like, here's what we're gonna do. And the scrolls are so genius when they do this. They attach little probes to all the monsters on the island that makes them aggressive, and it also sends a command to their head that makes them go to one part of the world. So monsters just start attacking the whole earth, and the the scrolls are like, "This is great." Collateral damage. They're yeah. like, the scrolls are like, "This is great." With all these monsters around, it'll definitely flush out Delilah. <laughs> just like it, guys why why would that flush her out like all these monsters like that's why in the story you don't see the Avengers or the X-Men because they're out fighting the monsters the real plot isn't even the monsters so all these I monsters mean, fly off that's a pretty good r- way of doing that though in the situation of hmm, people are going to question why the most powerful groups out there aren't going to show up right uh, yeah it works better as a distraction Yeah. Do this, do this idea. It makes sense to distract the heroes, but they're like they're legitimately like, no, we gotta we gotta flush the Lila out with random monsters. Um, but we go back to the Fantastic Four building, where like Spider Man's swinging towards there, and his spider sense goes off, and he's like, weird, my spider sense is like leading me towards the the Baxter building. The Fantastic Four might be in trouble, and he lands there, and the Hulk and Wolverine are already standing there, and Wolverine's dressed in like kind of like an Indiana Jones costume, basically. Because at this point, he isn't with the X-Men anymore. He's, like, trying to, like, travel on his own. A lot of people don't even know he's in New York. So when his, like, hearing sense went off to this, like, beeper, because he's got, like, the ears of a dog, basically. He can hear this sound. Fucking dog whistle. Yeah, he's a trigger. Bitch. Yeah. Um, it, lur- it lured him here, and he's like, I don't even know how the Fantasy Four knew I was here. No one's supposed to know I was in New York. Um, and then the Hulk is gray right now. And the reason that's relevant is because, like, when the Hulk became gray, Hulk got his own sentience for the first time, and so he just didn't revert back to Banner for a while, and he worked as a, a mob enforcer in Vegas. Okay. Yeah, so he's kind of just, like, you know, doing his own shit. He's actually wearing, like, a suit and tie when we see him, which is, like, where do you find a suit big enough to put on the Hulk? I guess the same shot the Kingpin, like, you know, buys his clothing from. The villains are us. The villains are us. Hulk's like, I hate that I have to go here, but whatever. Um, so he's gray and At he's least smart. I think I'm cool. No, we really don't, Bruce. Yeah. You were cooler when you were green. Now you're just oh. gray. Oh, it's about my skin color then. Oh, here we go with this guy. Always is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Spider-Man shows up. 
And he's like, hey guys, what are you doing here? And they're like, shut up, Spider-Man. He's like, okay, geez, sorry. Um, and like someone from inside the building comes out and says like, oh yeah, the Fantastic Four want to see you. And uh, the, the, the guy the is like, oh, it's weird. They called like one more person. And then you just hear like down the street just, and the fucking Ghost Rider like, drives up and drives up the building on his motorcycle. And they're just like, oh, him. Things are going really... Oh, there's the asshole. Yeah, it's just like Hulk, Wolverine, and Spider-Man just being like, oh, man, like, well, you guys got something here? Yeah, me too. And they're like, oh, Ghost Rider's here. There's the douche. <laughs> yeah, just, just roaring and screaming on his motorcycle from hell. So he goes up the building, and Spider-Man's like, well, I better get up there, and he web slings up there, and Hulk's like, yeah, well, no one's gonna beat me in a race, and he hop, and he Hulk jumps up to the building, and Wolverine's just like, fuck that, and he gets in the elevator. Just slow elevator music playing in the background. Fucking hate my job. It's like, it's like the elevator music, like, elevator music and the theme of, uh, the X-Men theme song. Na, 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 na. <laughs> so, the four of them meet in, like, the computer room, and Susan Storm is there, and she's obviously Delilah in disguise. Which none of them sense, by the way, which is bullshit. Like, Wolverine should be able to smell that's not Susan Storm. Like, Spider-Man's spider sense is going off, but he assumes it's because Susan Storm said that the Fantastic Four are dead. And Spider-Man's like, whoa, what could be more dangerous than the death of the Fantastic Four? And they go off into this other room, and there's, like, fake corpses for each member of the Fantastic Four. And Susan's like, they were all murdered, and I want you four to find the guy that did it and bring him to justice. Here, I'll give you this device. Use it to track him down. Spider-Man's like, okay, I'll use the device. And, like, the four of them are just immediately like, yep, we're the new Fantastic Four. Because there's four of us. And it's just funny, because, like, none of them are just like, Susan, why don't you, like, join us? Like, five is better than four. That awkward moment when you now have to explain why you're not going to join. Well, because, like, other than Spider-Man, these three men are just, like, super masculine, super, like, badass, kick-ass anti-heroes who are just like, she's a woman in mourning, we're not gonna bring her along. It's a man trip. That's they all flex their muscles. It's bump. a mancation. It's a mancation. Bub. Bub. <laughs> You're my bub. You're my bub. You're my bub on fire. <laughs> Spider-Man. You my special bub. You're <laughs> Spider-Bub. Spider-Bub. That's you not my name, Logan. like it, fucker. Bubble. Get over here. No, that's not my name. Bub Rider. No, I'm Ghost Rider. Ghost Bub. Damn it. Bump. Are you, bump from hell. Are you drinking? <laughs> no. Maybe not I'm enough. always drinking. Maybe not enough. Not enough. It's the only way to get by this shitty story. So, the new Fantastic Four get into the Fantastic R and fly off to find whoever murdered the actual Fantastic Four. Um, and it's just funny because they're flying and all they're doing is just bickering with each other. Hulk is just talking shit about Spider-Man. Wolverine's looking for booze in the in the ship. Spider-Man's like, how can you drink right now? Ghost Rider... like the most Wolverine move in that of the world. Yeah. Ghost Rider the whole time is just like, innocent blood was spilled and, and vengeance must be sought. And they're like, dude, Ghost Rider, calm the <laughs> fuck down. Because <laughs> your motorcycle fire or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he feels awkward, like, in the ship. Because he's like, this is my motorcycle. Vengeance. I'm sitting, but I'm not rooming. It's funny because you have like... Need these, to room. You have these three bombastic personalities in Hulk, Spider-Man, and Wolverine. And Ghost Rider's just like, Vengeance must be sought. The, the innocent must be avenged. It's like, dude, chill. So it's like that guy from, uh, fucking, um... Oh, totally drawing a blank on the, on the movie. So, and, um... With Andre the Giant. The Princess Bride. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was basically just sitting there fucking pulling that guy where he was just <laughs> quoting him the entire time. Yeah. Like, yeah, basically. And he's sitting totally still while he's doing it. Oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Montoya. Hello, I am Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. What an elegant way of saying that you're going to kill someone. Introduce yourself. Tell them how you know them. Anyway, uh, so they fly off. Meanwhile, like, Mr. Fantastic is coming back in the consciousness. And so Delilah, still disguised as Susan Storm, is like, Hey, Mr. Fantastic, like, you're going to help me find this rare device, or I'll kill your family. And he's like, Hmm, okay, I'll help you, uh, Delilah, or whatever your name is. Um, and what's funny is that Delilah, in her internal monologue, is like, Man, it's too bad he's married to Susan Storm, because he's really cute. And it's like, kind of a cardinal sin for a Skrull to be attracted to Reed Richards. Because, like, Reed Richards is to the Skrulls what Hitler was to us. Where, like, Reed is, like, the ultimate enemy of the... Inspiration? <laughs> We're getting sued. <laughs> but, like, Reed Richards is, like, considered this, like, like number one enemy to the entire Skrull Empire. So for Delilah to be attracted to him is, like, what a rebel. And, like, because Delilah looks like Sue, Reed is kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll work with you, whatever you want, pretty lady. Like, Reed seemingly is attracted to Delilah when just, she's Sue. He just wanted to bang. And it's, you're reading it kind of like, this is weird. I can't imagine Reed just being attracted to anyone, let alone a scrawl. A dirty scrawl. If it beeps and boops, he's attracted to it. Yeah. <laughs> if it beeps and boops. Is she a robot? Send no. pics of Bob's envigging. <laughs> Send me pics of your, uh, your, your disc port. Want to see your USB? I heard you had a uh, USB port. <laughs> Show me it. your floppy disk. <laughs> nice. So... So their plot is that Reed is, like, doing research on, like, rare objects or, like, mythical objects that got lost on Earth. And he finds oh, like an... their bucks to give. <laughs> yeah. And one of the articles is, like, the sa like a Sasquatch found, like, a UFO. And he's like, we'll follow that lead. Uh, a Sasquatch uh, found the UFO or a UFO found the Sasquatch? The Sasquatch just found a crashed UFO and walked off with it. Apparently it was a big Sasquatch. You or know, was it just a small UFO? That's like, that's like a Ancient Aliens episode. <laughs> that's some like, uh, what's that guy? That's some Alex Jones shit. <laughs> the alien technology is turning the Sasquatch is gay. <laughs> but not gay enough. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't even think I'm able to yell out enough to do the Alex Jones ordeal. Don't. Our ears. Our soft ears. <laughs> Coward! <laughs> so... That's going on with Mr. Fantastic and, and, and Delilah. Um, the new Fantastic Four are like, flying through the air trying to track down this energy signal. Uh, and then meanwhile on Monster Island, because you still have Mole Man's plot, Mole Man like, is traveling with one of his monsters across the island and he sees the ship of aliens. And, and the Mole Man the whole time is like, where are all my monsters? Like, where are all my fucking monsters go? So he calls it the one monster Guys, he has. Guys, we're supposed to have tea! <laughs> yeah, we're my homies. Back. He gets on one monster's back, and th this monster's actually the first one that was on the cover for the first Fantastic Four issue, so it's kind of a homage. He hops on the back of it, he's looking throughout Monster Island, and he, found, and he finds the scroll ship. He's like, huh. And so the monster picks up the ship and just kind of shakes it, and it shakes the scrolls out of it. And they're like, what the fuck? And, and Mo Man's like, who are you? What did you do on my island? And they're like, uh, uh, run away. He's like, get back here. He's got the fucking Scooby-Doo running out <laughs> Yep. Meanwhile, the new Fantastic Four uh, are still flying through the sky, and they fly by this, like, airplane, and the airplane has a monster, like, landing on it. 
And it looks really fucked up. It looks like a giant mosquito monster. But it has, like, crusty-looking skin. Ew. And, it, and its wings have, like, holes in them, like Swiss cheese. Like, it just looks horrible. So it's not flying. No, it's flying somehow. It's just trying really hard, Justin. No. So it tries to capture this plane, like, eat the people in it, basically. And the new Fantastic Four fight it. And it's funny because, like, uh, what is it? Hulk jumps out of the plane to fight the monster. Ghost Rider, like, whips his chain from his passenger seat. Uh, Spider-Man swings out there, and he's kind of just thinking to himself, like, maybe it's a better idea that I work alone. Because when I work with people, I'm usually falling out of planes for some reason. Um, and Logan's just, like, stuck in the plane because he can't fly or jump really high. So he's just like, I guess I'll drive. He's Bob. maple syrup. <laughs> um... And the, the monster basically stops fighting them and flies off back to Monster Island. So they're like, oh, we'll follow the monster now. And they get to the island, and as that's happening, uh, Reed Richards and Susan Storm, Delilah, uh, are also getting to the island. So all three of the plots basically just converge anyway. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Franklin Richards, like their, their son, is still in the Baxter building. And he opens the elevator and finds like his family all tied up. And he's like what are you guys doing? And Susan's like, Franklin, quickly untie us. And he's like, okay. So the original Fantastic Four are free now and they're going to get involved as well. Um, so on Monster Island, the new Fantastic Four run into Mole Man and his goons. And Mole Man, like, uh, <laughs> Mole Man's going to fight the new Fantastic Four. He's like, you came to my island and now we're going to kill you. And, and Wolverine's like, bring on Bob. <laughs> Ghost Rider's like, vengeance we paid. Rah! And Hulk's like, oh, I'll smash you. And Spider-Man's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's the Chris Pratt pose from, uh, from, from Jurassic Park. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> For, calm down. Green. <laughs> or gray. Gray. You're gray now. That's weird. That's weird. You're gray. Hey, man. What do you do? I'm what are you doing? Why is Hulk gray now? That's weird. What? What, what happened? You Makes you it really, awkward, bro. You really had a green or something? How come Wolverine isn't wearing a costume? He just looks like a regular dude. That's weird. Mole Man, you're, you're weird too. But, uh, Spider-Man's like, hold on, everyone hold on. And he's like, Mole Man, w w what's your problem? Like, talk to me. And Mole Man's like, these aliens came to my island and they stole my monsters. They Turkish derp. <laughs> they, they came over Turk the border. Derp. These illegal aliens came here. Fuck, it's Mike Pence. <laughs> Mike Pence is the Mole Man. Um, and Spider-Man is just like, okay, hold on, hold on. We're also uh, looking for an alien object. C can we talk to these these aliens? And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Just, just come with me. Like, like Mole Man is immediately just like, oh, yeah, sure, come on. So he's the he's the awkward villain that isn't a villain. Yeah, he's kind of the ice It's like king. you want him to... Oh, my God, he is. <laughs> it's also I'm like... Lonely. It's also like, Mole Man is just like, he's just trying to live on this island. Like, because he's not doing anything yeah, bad to anybody. He's not a villain anymore, he's just living here. Maybe he should die. <laughs> Why is that the conclusion you come to every time? Yeah. Every time, it's been like a year. I feel like it's still every time. That's fair. So, <laughs> Mole Man brings the new Fantasy Fort to uh, the Skrulls. And there's, like, five of them just, like, sitting, like, crisscross applesauce, like, in the caves because they've been captured. And they're all just, like, keeping their mouths shut and, like, whistling, being, like, um, like, non-conspicuous. And Moment's like, hey, wait a minute. There was, like, six of you before. There's only five of you now. Like, where's your captain? Where's he hiding? And they're like, we'll never tell. Inside my butthole. <laughs> he turned into a suppository, and now, no. <laughs> they're just like, no. I mean, technically speaking, 
they would have the ability to... I think they can only turn into things that are the same size as them. Oh. Yeah, so they can't shrink or grow. Just a really big Sabat story. <laughs> that's a big That's like a fucking Mar- like Mar- Dr. Mario pill there. Um, that's like the pill that what is it, Mr. Krabs has to take. The one that's covered in bran. Yeah, right. Here's your, your pill, Daddy. Oh, I hate the pill. Can you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? It's, it's really haunting, but I can like, I can repeat that entire episode word for word, and I, I, I don't want to like have that knowledge in me. Like it would be nice to know my grandmother's birthday instead of the whole recitement of this one SpongeBob episode. Like that's that's where I am. You know what? Honestly, that's what the next life is for, man. That's <laughs> so the next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> so uh, one scroll is missing, and so Hulk and Wolverine are like, "Huh, that's weird." I don't know where that six scroll is. I feel like crushing some rocks. So they just walk around and start... Who's cr- disguised as a pile of rocks? That's what they're thinking. They're like... There is a Marvel character that can disguise himself as rocks. Who? What, Geodude? His name's like Rockman or something like God that. God damn it. That... He fought the Hulk once and he won because he disguised himself as a rock. And like... <laughs> so the Hulk has experience dealing with these problems. Yes. And then Snowflame comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Cocaine! Have some blow! Then, Yeet! <laughs> then Hijack steals their car. So, uh, they're, they're walking around crushing, like, rocks that are about the size of a scroll. Like, casually. Like, Wolverine's like, man, I love crushing rocks. Slice in half. Ghost Rider's like, I love punching rocks. Vengeance punches rock. <laughs> you know what these rocks could use? A sign of vengeance! It's like... <laughs> it's like that bit in that one... Oh my god, I'm going back to Spongebob. That bit in that one Spongebob episode where Spongebob and Patrick disguise themselves as rocks while Mrs. Puff is in prison. <laughs> Mrs. Puff, it's us. We're rocks. So dumb. So, uh, they get to the last rock and it's like trembling and it has goosebumps on it. And, and Hulk's like, that's weird. I don't remember rocks getting goosebumps and it turns back into a scroll. He's like, wait, wait, don't do it. I'm sorry. And like, yeah, that's what we thought. Line up. What are you doing here? And so he gives us the exposition that Delilah is a Skrull rebel and that she was part of another group of rebels that were going to, like, assassinate the Empress of the Skrull Empire. And so she escaped uh, the Skrull planet and came to Earth in search of a weapon. So the new Fantastic Four are like, huh, that's weird. We, we haven't run into any kind of Skrulls or anything. That's, that's bizarre. And, he, and Spider-Man's like, yeah, we used this device to track you guys here. And they're like, that's a Skrull device. And he's like, What? And, and the scroll guy's like... But see, that's expected out of Spider-Man, because he's nothing but a... He's 30. So he's 30? He's an adult right now. He's He was only a teenager from, like, 1960 to 70. Yeah, but I know, like, they kept trying to rehash it. Oh, for movies. Christ, yeah. they sat there and they were like, you know what? He's gonna get married. His life's gonna be actually working out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> you get divorced. Um, but no, Spider-Man... So, yeah. comic book-wise, he's consistently an adult. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They've tried doing, like, you know, a lot of things books. make sense now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awkward. Um, so... I should put the fat away. <laughs> so Spider-Man, like, has this device, and the Skrulls are like, there's only two of those in existence, and the other one's on our planet. And Skrulls like... And, and Spider-Man's like, oh, that's weird, because I got this from Susan Storm. And so they're, try- they're starting to figure out, oh, man, was Susan Storm we actually Delilah? Up. We fucked up real bad. It's almost like we've done nothing through this entire story but drive around and fight a giant, like, mosquito. You know, you literally just described both the plot of Monster Hunter, <laughs> Final Fantasy, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, because I want to just piss off as many fandoms as possible. Oh, yeah, and all of the new Star Wars. Damn. What a... God, I love that Pokemon episode. Kill Street. 
<laughs> so. Did you tell me you weren't Digimon fan too? No, I was a Pokemon fan. Digimon was kind of just that, like, off-peripheral thing from my mind. Anyway, um, Reed and, and Delilah Sue do show up on, like, a floating bike. Because they track the signature to the island. And then the new fans are like, hold it right there, Sue! You're not really Sue, you're Delilah! And so she turns back into Delilah, and she's like, that's right! Got him! <laughs> you've been, you've been catfish. <laughs> to catch a predator. Ha! We got you, punk! Oh! <laughs> But then, Jumping the gun on that one. <laughs> oh no! So Delilah is like trying to convince them that like she, they should be on her side. She's like, "That's right, I'm a scroll rebel. All I want to do was speak out against my people and, and speak the truth. And and I was made the bad guy. And now I'm here on this planet just just trying to make a way for myself." So is she Antifa. What? Is she Antifa. Yeah, a little bit. And and the, <laughs> and the Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four, are like, aww. Like, they're, like, legitimately feeling bad for her. And Meanwhile, her whole, whole goal is just to kill off Fantastic Four. Yeah. But she's, like, appealing to them. And, and for you as the reader, like, wait. But the reason is because she has that telepathy power. So she's using telepathy to make them, like, feel sympathetic for her. So they actually don't give a shit. Yeah. But they give a shit. And, like, the moment is, like... Oh, you feel accosted by your own people. I, I understand that completely. You you have turned my icy heart. Become my bride. <laughs> Become my bride. She's like, no, ew, gross. Fucking, I'm fucking Mr. Fantastic over here. Um, and then, like... Uh, it's all the holes. But like, At go- the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but Ghost Rider's like, wait, it's not working on me. I don't know why. <laughs> I want to feel bad, too. <laughs> I feel bad, but I don't. It's weird. It's like... Yo, say it. It's like, I don't give a shit. I, I don't understand. It's almost like being a flaming skull man who's magic. I, I'm not affected by telepathy. That's weird. And then he, like... And then he's like, weird, this, this fire's anemonating from me. And I want to I set you guys on fire. Huh! <laughs> so Ghost Rider sets the new Vintage War on fire. But then he's like, let the flames burn the truth into your minds. So, instead of just lighting the chick on fire, that was the problem... <laughs> <laughs> fucking incinerates his entire team <laughs> just like huh that's weird this chick's telepathy is making my friends like sympathize with her I know I'll burn my friends <laughs> have a truth bomb motherfucker <laughs> I think what he does is like the flames are like telepathic so they make them immune to her telepathy which is like a power Ghost Rider only uses once right here and now and that it's was like, like the situation of we put some ideas in a hat, we picked up the wrong one, and went, how do we fix it? It's like Simonson, like, where did this come from? <laughs> but he burns, it's like the only reason Ghost Rider was even included in this book. So he burns the truth into them with fire. <laughs> with totally not harmful fire. And then they're like, alright, let's get her. It's like, they all die of smoke inhalation. Fuck. They're all like toasty, like a Daffy Duck cartoon, like, alright, now this means war. Now it's racial. So now they, they're gonna go after Delilah, and she's like, oh no. Um, but then she, like, holds the, the shock thing to Mr. Vanessa's head. He's like, come any closer and I'll kill him with my shock wave. And Reed is like, uh, my darling, what, what are you doing? She's like, shut up, Reed, I'm doing something right now. <laughs> I'm holding you hostage. And she tells the new Fantastic Four, like, you guys are going to help me get this rare item or I'm going to kill Mr. Fantastic. And they're like, well, it's out of our hands. So... Uh, well, you're fucked, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, you know, if any of them knew he survived the first time, whatever. So, they go down to the catacombs of the cave, where there's this big, like, kind of woman monster. It's like a female monster. Just a giant vagina. 
that that would be pretty yeah. scary. That would be pretty scary. Yeah, Justin. Is that, is that so? It's like a vagina with arms for some reason. It's got like, like massive, oh. like muscular arms. Oh, it's a scroll vagina. Or even worse, it just ends up being like one of those fucking squid things from uh, Mario. Like in Mario. Oh, Sunshine. blooper. Yeah, the giant. Oh, the giant the blooper. Where it's sitting there fucking flailing at you the entire time. It's like, <laughs> don't let it eat you. Spider-Man oh, all the tables have turned. Spider-Man walks. <laughs> Spider-Man walks in like, I really don't want to fight this thing. Uh, I left this. Why can't I just go home and play Galaxy? I like, left this at home. For I you. left <laughs> this at home. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to go back. I don't want to. So they, they go up to this monster, and the monster's holding a UFO that was mentioned in that one article. And inside the UFO is the device that uh, Delilah's looking for. So this whole whole thing yep. is off of a stupid little side note of, by the way, fucking Sasquatch rolled around, <laughs> fucking picked some stuff up, yep. got eaten by the giant vagina monster. <laughs> It's not what it is, but sure. Jokes on you, he is the vagina monster. It's a very troubling He's time. become part of it now. He is Ruby Rose. <laughs> oh my god. Did you, did you guys know that Ruby Rose is actually a Sasquatch eaten by a vagina monster? Yeah, yeah. Not gay enough. Not gay enough. Still not gay enough. Still not gay enough. So, um, the New Fantastic Four, Delilah, and Reed Richards come out to the UFO, and Delilah's like, alright, you guys have to use your powers in sequence to like get the... Because the device is like a big egg, and they gotta get it out of the UFO. Gotta, gotta use that, you know, fucking. <laughs> True fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, be better. <laughs> be better people. Oh, my fire. Yeah, be better. <laughs> I'll punch the justice into you. <laughs> punch it. I'll punch the justice into you. That is the hero way. So, if I remember right, the way they do it is Ghost Rider has to use. No, wait. The Hulk has to bust the UFO open and then throw the egg out of the UFO, which he does. Then... Sounds uh, good for something. Yeah, then the egg has, like, a protective shell over it, and only Ghost Rider's flames can burn the shell off. So he does. Of course. And then there's, like, a locking mechanism that's in the egg that will, like, set it to explode. So they have to deactivate it, which... is what Spider-Man's cum slingers just... <laughs> How do you think I make my spider weapon? <laughs> no. <laughs> the way they have to do it is like spider movie. It tastes like pineapple. <laughs> the the locks go in kind of like a circular sequence, and Wolverine's claws can like jam the lock. So Spider-Man uses the spider sense to tell him when to like put his claws in there. Oh, it's like moving, so it's like if I don't stop it at the right time, we're yeah. all gonna yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. Um, so all he right. does that with his claws, and then like this locking thing opens, and there's like a little button inside to like stop the explosion and make the the egg hatchable. So Spider-Man uses a web sling to activate the button. And it's at this point, when I was reading this, I realized Delilah could have just used the Fantastic Four for this whole thing. Because... Yeah, I thought about that when you were bringing that up. Because the thing could have busted into the ship. And then Johnny Storm could have used his flames. Yep. And then, like... Invisible Woman could have made, like, invisible, like, spikes, because she can do that and jam the lock. Or, I mean, fucking Stretch Boy Fantastic could have solved that problem, too. Yeah. And then, well, then Mr. Fantastic could have just put his finger in there and pressed the button. So it's almost like we didn't need these four guys. Were they having a difficult time, like, finding their own kind of, like, comics? No, I just think in the 90s, it's like, I think Fantastic Four was, like, underselling. So they were like, alright, we'll get our most popular characters, 
like Hulk, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Ghost Rider. And hopefully that'll bring sales up for a little while. And it did. The Punisher comes out of the egg. E- what? Oh, no. You hold that note, Justin. <laughs> so, so the egg is about to hatch, and Dala's like, Dala's like, finally, it's my time. And then the rest of the Fantastic Four show up. So the Thing, She-Thing, the real Invisible Woman, and Johnny Storm show up. And, you know, they start fighting... Step right there. That was very nice. Not so fast. <laughs> Joke on you, motherfucker. So they're fighting, like, the Skrulls, and, like, they're trying to get to Delilah, and, like, she's running away in her Skrull form. And Spider-Man stops her, and he's like, Not so fast, Delilah. And then she turns into Mary Jane. Oh. And, and she's like, You wouldn't hit me, would you, Tiger? And Spider-Man's like, Mary Jane, what are you doing here? Oh, because... Because the telepathic the thing. Going yeah, but then he realizes, like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. So he just punches her out. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like, the gotta love that truth fire. Oh my god, he was the original Hank Pym. <laughs> no, Hank Pym did it first. <laughs> he put his foot down, he did it first. He put his hand down, he did it first. But well, uh, he kind of put his hand horizontal. Yeah, yeah. So Spider Man, like, realizes he's being tricked and he webs up Delilah and everything seems to be like working out, but, like, I think Delilah gets away and she tries to get to the egg, but then the egg is, like, basically thrown around like a, a MacGuffin, basically. Like, oh, I caught it. Oh, no, now I got it. Thrown around. Eventually it gets back into that female monster's hands, and then it and then it hatches, and it's, like, this, like, three-armed robot thing, and it looks up at the monster, and it's, like, grrr, and the monster's, like, grrr, and then, um, the scrolls are, like, oh, no, it's imprinted onto the monster, so now this robot thinks that the monster's its mother. I'm Groot. And Delilah's like, no, it was supposed to imprint onto me! So then she she turns back into Susan, goes Next over to... Do one of these, I'm drinking. Goes over to Reed, and like she's like, come on, Reed, we can still get away, we can still run away together. And he's like, oh, I don't know, my wife is over there. And, 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 <laughs> and she's like, no, Reed, like, I could be your wife, I could be any woman you want, you should, you should be with me. And he's like, what oh. would you be a guy? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm experimental. <laughs> so I'm flaming. What do you expect? And like Reed uh, earlier, Reed had a shut up, <laughs> shut up, cat. Earlier, oh, so the the robot imprints onto the monster, and Delilah's like, damn it, like I I I was supposed to imprint. I was to, the robot supposed to imprint onto me, and uh, the rest of the Fantastic Four are like, well, tough shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> The Skrulls um, basically arrest Delilah, and they're going to bring her back to the Skrull homeworld. The, justice. the old Fantastic Four are like, alright, new Fantastic Four guys, you guys can fuck off, because we're back now. And they're kind of just like, oh, okay. And like Wolverine's like, I guess I'll go back to the X-Men. And Hulk's like, I guess I'll go back to Vegas. And, and Ghost Rider's like, I guess I'll go back to screaming at people and whipping my chain around. And Spider-Man's like... Sound, that just makes him sound like a paid And Spider-Man's like, I guess I'll go back to being more popular than any of you. So, they all go their separate ways. Make my money. Fuck you guys. And the Fantastic Four just kind of continue on their merry adventures. And that is uh, the new... Oh, oh, and then... Last bit, right? So, throughout this book, superheroes have been, like, defeating monsters all over the Earth, right? One of them has been the Punisher. Oh, that's why you said hold the thought. Yeah, who's using, like, a, a military standard jet plane, like a helicopter, to, like fight monsters, basically. And he flies by the island, and he sees the Fantastic Four have it all in control. He's like, alright, I guess they don't need me. Flies away. (laughs) 
And the reason why that's funny is because on the cover of that issue, um, like, these three issues were kind of parody where, like, they put, like, oh, the world's, like, most popular comic book, or the world's most sellable comic book, or the, mo- the world's most collectible comic book. On the one where Punisher shows up at the end, there's a little logo of the Punisher symbol, and it says, like, including the most exploitative cameo ever. <laughs> and he literally shows up, looks down, sees nothing's going on, flies away. And the book ends. So he's Stan Lee's. He's Stan Lee's. Frank, Ma- Frank Castle Stan Lee's the story. So, that's the new Fantastic Four. David... What did you think? It was uh, bad. Shut up, Seth. <laughs> Shit. There was so much going on. Was there? Was Not there really. really? Not really. Oh. I like the uh, the road trip that uh, the new Fantastic Four took had. on. I forgot. It was literally just like Spider-Man being like, don't be here fucking around. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention, um, with Reed Richards and Delilah, like, he kisses her in front of Sue. But it's only to trick Delilah into thinking that he's, like, committed to her. So then Reed Richards punches out Delilah. Which is fucked up because she looks like Sue Storm because she disguised herself as her. And you're just like, wow, I bet Reed is just... Had no hesitation in punching her in the face. Um, but she gets knocked out and, and Reed tells Sue, like, yeah, that's right, I, uh, I tricked her into thinking I was in love with her. Like, she tried to read my thoughts, but I'm so smart I can put thoughts in front of my thoughts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like... So, when she read uh, Reed's mind, she only read what he wanted her to read, which was lies. So, Reed Richards can lie to telepaths. Because his mind is so plastic. Uh, Much like a man we know. Justin, uh, what did you think of the new Fantastic Four? Um, about the same as I think of every Fantastic Four. It was terrible. Wow. Fuck you. But, but Wolverine was in it. And Ghost Rider was in it. Yeah, but I'm still trying to get over the whole concept of the, uh, you know, telepathic fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a part... Ultimate friendship. There's that, a part uh, where Ghost Rider, like, the rest of the team is being, like, mentally whammied, and Ghost Rider uses magic fire to cure whammy. them of, of telepathy. Mm-hmm. And Justin's just like, so instead of taking out the problem with, it, with her fire, with his fire, he sets his friends on fire to make them realize the truth. Yes. I forgot, truth fire. I forgot um, that I can't join Justin, these I'm in your boat now. to be a, like... <laughs> logical about it. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Um, I'm in Justin's boat. And by the way, there's a what if story in which this team stuck around. Actually showed up. And this Fantastic Four ended up solving the Infinity War crisis. <laughs> by Wolverine chopping off Thanos' head. <laughs> I mean, does that not solve a lot of crisis? <sighs> Chop off Thanos' head? Done? That should be step one, and then step two should be getting dinner. But, uh, yeah, the new Fantastic Four. It's a weird story. At that point, you just kind of pop his head open like, can. It's a weird story. It's also, like, again, an unnecessary one. There's a reason it only lasted three issues. Um, but ostensibly... Yeah, a lot more issues. Yeah. But ostensibly, that is the story. Thank you guys for listening so much. Go to panorbutatpobby.com, panorbutatbosses.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, next week, we're going to be talking about a book that David has selected for me, uh, Green Lantern Corps, 700 and something or other. Sinestro's on it. So, uh... It's the exact number is 700 something or other. Yeah. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.